It's one o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday at 23rd Street and 1st Avenue, right in front of the School for Visual Arts. Around the corner is the NYU School for Dentistry. The lunch rush hour has just begun. Several NYU dental students donning their blue smocks are waiting in line. This has become a popular site in the city in the past decade. It's a halal cart. But what is halal? At its most basic level, halal refers to a food that is acceptable to eat in Muslim religious tradition. That means no pork and beef, which is why it's always chicken and lamb. I say all of I say. Oh my, white sauce, hot sauce, white sauce. <laughs> I dream about shish <laughs> That's Mohammed Haimura. He's been in the business for 13 years. Before moving to the United States, he had never worked in the food business. For immigrants, when they come, the always first thing they, they think of is just to you know how to, to make some money. When I came here, they told me that the best way to make money is just to work in the street. And they told me about this job. I said, I don't know anything about that. They, they said, okay, it's going to take like a couple of days school and then a couple of weeks, you know, to, to training. And I started. According to an article written by Eater.com, the number of food vendors who self-identified as Egyptian, Bangladeshi, or Afghan descent surged to 560. That's seven times more than the 69 vendors recorded in 1990. Halal foods are a very important part of New York culture. In the beginning, they were the main source of food for busy taxi drivers, many of whom were Muslim immigrants. They needed a quick and inexpensive way to eat. It wasn't until long that New Yorkers realized a simple plate of chicken or lamb over rice with a side of salad and vegetables was cheap, nutritious, and delicious. We, we all know each other because most of, most of us, like, we came from the same city, this community. You know how our food, when you see people, when you see somebody who selling his product perfect, like with smile and everything else, he's friendly, that's good. Halal cards have produced their own subcultures, like the NYU dental students. Many of the students are regulars. They come so often that Mohammed knows what they're ordering without even asking. He already knows what I want. We come here all the time. We do Halal Thursdays, so we go to dental school. <laughs> yeah, it's a dental school thing, I feel. It's yeah. Halal Thursday. Yeah, Halal Thursday. Yes. This is our treat. Yeah, this is our Thursday treat. <laughs> we eat it every Thursday. It's our weekly uh, Halal, yeah. All of you? Pretty much, yeah. Like, we just keep getting more people in our Thursday Halal. Why Thursday? We're like really busy on Thursday. We only have like an hour break, and it's just the fastest, it's cheapest, and it's a ton of food. And what's your favorite dish? So I used to get chicken and rice, yeah. um, but uh, occasionally like when I would get out of school, they'd be out of rice. So they'd be like, oh, we only have pita. So he would chop up like little pita into like little french fry strips and I ended up liking that more than the rice. So now I always get like pita and, uh, and chicken like that. It's usually like the standard dish. It's yeah. like either it's chicken or lamb yeah. or you combine them. Combination's like the way to go. Yeah. Or you can get a, a gyro. My favorite dish is the mix. The mix. The mix of everything. What's the most popular? The mix because I sell it, I sell it cheaper than anyone. Wow. Usually everybody around here, they sell it for $6, I sell it for $5. Everybody's suffering from the financially, and you, ha you know you have to take care of people. Do you think New York wouldn't be New York without halal? No, you need all this shit. It's good. 
It's good. It's part of New York. Well, I mean, they're like the new hot dog stands. It yeah. used to be all about that. Now it's all about Yeah, think about how often you see hot, uh, hot dog stands, and now you see halal stands all over the place. So it's a, it's just a convenient thing to get. $5, you can't go wrong. It's a yeah. lot of food. <laughs> no way. No way. And this business, it's growing and growing and growing. Sometimes, you know, I see my customer eating every day, every day. I say, what happened? They don't feel like, <laughs> like what? It's good for me to make money, but, you know, I cannot eat the same food every day. I, I try it, just, you know, small portion or something, that's all. However, for some people, they can eat a lot of halal. I live off this stuff. And it's one of those things for me just never gets old. <laughs> the combo, so the chicken and lamb over rice. Do you get yeah. sauce? Oh, yeah. What sauce? Oh, yeah. Uh, so the white and the red, extra of both. Oh, nice. Yeah, I get hot. And, uh, yeah, that white sauce is delicious. Yeah, like, so I would just like pour it all over myself if I could. Uh, you definitely have it too much. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to eat it every day. Yeah. I would be so bad. <laughs> Afterwards, you have to buy in Delhi uh, Lara toilet paper and, uh, and disinfection. <laughs> Even with something as inexpensive as halal, it's still a business, and there's competition on every block. Usually, I used to get all my stuff from the supply, okay, from the, the place that I parked the bush cart in it. But when the prices getting like very expensive, we started to you know to go check everywhere to get the cheaper stuff. It's long time like this. That's one of my you know I, I don't I don't understand. It's all the, everybody talking about five five dollar plate five dollar plate since how long it's five dollars since forever. When I came here, the bag of chicken it, I used to buy it. I used to buy it like fourteen dollars. Now the bag of chicken, marinated chicken, it's almost like $30. And we, we still say the same price. Sometimes it's not so easy for vendors. They have to deal with a lot of issues like rising costs and other restrictions. This is New York City, so naturally there's lots of red tape. It takes uh, like forever sometimes yeah. to get a permit. For, for, for me, I rent the, 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 the cart with the permit. I just rent the cart. His permit is a blue piece of paper behind a scratched up plastic case. For him, that's his meal ticket. I'm going to be honest, I'm not, it could be suffering financially. It could be. It depends on that, that spot too, because if it's not that busy, you don't make that much money to, to, to live your life. I make my, 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 my living in one hour. You know, the rest of the day, just one by one, one by one, by one by one. According to Mohammed, the city does not make it easy. Some of the difficulties vendors face are laws enforced by the health inspectors that pay unexpected frequent visits to the carts. The laws. The laws is very difficult and we, you know, let's be serious. They think the vendors, they make too much money. They think that we make too much money. Okay. I don't know. They think like this because they see, when you see a crowd in a place, it's, it's, it's cost. Everything, it costs money. They think that we, our profit, it's, it's, it's that high profit. And they keep increasing the penalties, the tickets. When I came here, the, you know, the maximum ticket was like, what, $50? Now we get tickets for $1,100. For what? How can I afford, like, in a one ticket, $1,100? Sometimes they do it for no reason. But once the inspector is here, he must give me a ticket. The new laws, it said monthly, unless you don't have violation. Yeah. It could be like, you know, three months, six months. I got two tickets. It was like six months ago. One of the tickets I watched, you want to you wanna know the truth? Yes. For nothing, because I argued with him and I told him. You, you have to explain to me why you say this. 
he, he's ordering me like do this, do this. No, explain to me because I won't understand. Maybe I don't, I don't, I don't have any idea about what what he's talking or you know. Yeah. I have to to learn from you from him. And when I start to talk to him and why, when I asked him why, he said okay, and he gave me tickets. You know, 500 tickets. It's, it's it's a week. It's a week for. It. But this is our problems because most of the vendors they are uneducated and usually before they make the law they send the letters to our houses for hearing or anything you know nobody cares about that then they make the laws and then we cry <laughs> there was just one more question that i had to ask the pivotal paramount of the mall where are all the chairs it's illegal oh, so you have to be on your feet yeah if I put any chairs here, I'm going to take tickets. It's one of the very most difficult things that we have. Wow. We cannot put any chairs in the street. And while the vendors may know each other, they don't always get along. They fight with each other sometimes. Yeah. They make big problems with each other. More than anyone can imagine. Big troubles. They scratch the permits to each other. They make fake reports. I tell you the truth, I'm not going to lie. It has to be here. Has they, that ever happened to you? To me, no. No, I don't get involved with this. I'm here to do my job, that's it. I love my job. It's really tough, it's really tough job. But I love my job. Because it's my job, I will always try, you know, to focus how to keep it running, whatever whatever I'm going to face from difficulties or anything. I will try to do my best to keep it running. For WNSR, I'm Freya Dobson.